On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most inspired visionaries on the planet in lighthearted, lively dialogue. Join us as we explore the expansive nature of reality in a down-to-earth way, offering you insights and tools, empowering you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Now, here's your host, Christine Upchurch. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show here on 1150 AM KKNW here in the Seattle area. You might be listening somewhere else around the world on Transformation Talk Radio, anywhere around the world. And I know that sometimes you get onto my website, christineupchurch.com, after the fact. And I think we've had people now, listeners from over 90 countries, Benny. Um, Sounds about right. But wherever and whenever you're listening from today, I'm really grateful you joined us. We're going to be talking about something that is very important and I think probably relates to just about every single listener. But before we get into that, I want to say hello to you, a proper good morning, Benny. Other than maybe like breathing, drinking, or eating, which most humans or listeners need, that'd be the only things that I could come up with at the moment, but it could be deeper than that. Yeah, well, we need balance. We need Uh wholeness. There we go. We, you know, I think... So many people these days are feeling a little depleted in terms of their energy. Life can be crazy, and we can be directed in 50 different ways. As you can witness in the other room, yes. my boys decided to uh, show up today because they didn't have school, so I'm, I'm kind of handling that behind the scenes, too. Yeah, and it's funny because you, you were worried about how I was going to feel about it, and it's like I've, I've had two sons myself. So I know. It's, um, you know but they're it, not your sons. They're my sons, so it's a totally different world. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah, right, right yeah. Benny. But it, yeah, it's great. It's it's life. It's it is. life. That's true. That's true. And I'm really grateful uh, that we've got um, a, a very important guest today who is asking us, do we need to recharge? And her her latest book is Daring to Rest. And we're going to be talking about that. She is a women's well-being and leadership expert. She's the founder of Daring to Rest, which is a yoga nidra-based self-empowerment program for women. She's a certified yoga nidra instructor. She's a contributor to Huffington Post. And get this, she's a playwright. And her critically acclaimed play, Birth, has been produced on six continents and translated into three languages. I love this. I love when people go in, in multiple directions. And as I said before, she's the author of Daring to Rest, a 40-day program for women. Reclaim your power with Yoga Nidra Rest Meditation. I'd like to welcome our guest today, Karen Brody. Hi, Karen. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. You know, it's funny because we've been doing this show for, what, five years, and we have never talked about Yoga Nidra. And it's, yeah, I, I started reading the book, and I got onto your website, and I started to, you know, listen to the Yoga Nidra meditations, and I thought, this is something I need. And I have to tell you, Karen, that that's quite the compliment because, oh gosh, we do 50 shows, 45, 50 shows a, a year. Um, we get books from many more authors than we ever have on the show. And this is like, this is speaking to me. So I have to ask you, it seems to me that right now, in general, for, for most people in Western culture, at least here in the United States, and especially for women, we are overwhelmed with too many tasks at hand. And in fact, 
it's sometimes it's actually like a badge of honor to have too many things to do and to be on top of so many things. How did we get to our, ourselves to this point? Well, yeah, you know, the culture just pushes us to do more, to be more, to achieve more. Um, there, there's that push from, from a young age. We get rewarded when we do more. Mm-hmm. Um, we get told we're lazy when we rest, right. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so all of that is conditioned from, from, a, from a young age. And uh, I'm hoping the culture is shifting more. I'm mm-hmm. hoping, obviously, this book contributes to that, right. that we start seeing rest as uh, a strength, that it's, it's part of our DNA to need to rest. It's about the balance of the two. If you go, 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 you have to also slow down. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, but we are conditioned from a really young age to keep going, that it looks good, it, we feel guilty if we don't keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people that want to stop uh, the crazy, busy life, but the reality is, is there are a lot of things on our plates. Right. There are a lot, you know, now we have all, you know, email texting, everything else, all the next layers of things that really keep us up at night. Sure, sure. <laughs> and, and so it's hard to power down. So it's hard to power down. What's been happening with women over the last few decades to, to get ourselves into this place of, of being totally overwhelmed so much of the time? Yeah, you know, I mean, there, the thing is, you know, we, we are part, again, it, it's, a, it's a cultural piece, but I think for, for many women, um, many of us uh, who do become mothers, obviously, we, we serve these children. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> a lot of women are natural caretakers. That's actually a superpower. We are 19 times more sensitive than men, actually. And sensitivity has always been branded as this negative piece, but it's actually, that's our intuition. That's our power. That's, mm-hmm. that's leadership. That's right. good leadership. Right. Uh, but, you know, in our culture, we have been um, told, you know, oh, you're too sensitive. You're too this. You're, you're cranky. You're, you're that. You're other. So we get put down if we feel we need to go rest and and rejuvenate ourselves, um, and instead we get, we, you know, we end up spiraling, and we really, truly burn out at incredible rates, and we have sleep issues. I mean, that bears out in the statistics. Oh, yeah. You know, more women than men are not sleeping well, and, you know, this is, in the United States, it's, you know, 30 million plus um, are not sleeping well, and the majority are women. Uh, and, and autoimmune diseases, we're getting an 80 Eighty percent plus of, of they don't know they actually don't know why the researchers don't know why there's so many women with autoimmune diseases, and uh-huh. again our our systems are so depleted so it's bearing out in our health, um, and I you know I, I feel like rust is such a a natural remedy that we are afraid to look at because mm-hmm. it sort of signals weakness that you're laying on the couch doing nothing uh-huh. what doing nothing is actually an art. To do nothing, right. but we look at doing nothing as being lazy. So, uh, when you talk yeah. about doing nothing, um, are you talking about sleep? Are you talking about um, like going and being outside in nature or watching a movie? What do you mean by doing nothing? Yeah, well, that's really important because I actually I love to make this distinction with people between rest and self care because 
you know, taking a walk in the woods. I take a walk in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a really nurturing thing to do. There's nothing bad about that. It's, it, 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 helps, uh, it helps us in many ways. Um, reading a book, mm-hmm. uh, having an afternoon just watching a movie mm-hmm. uh, at your home. Th- those, are, those are ways that we care for ourselves. Um, but, but then there is the totally do-nothing, power-down, uh, completely get deep rest. And that is not what a lot of self-care is. A lot of self-care is, you know, oh, I'm going to meet a friend for a movie. I'm going to uh-huh. go to brunch. Right. Um, all of that stuff. So, so rest is truly when you actually allow your entire system to do nothing, to power down. So in, for example, we don't really know how to do this very well, but if you're sitting and watching a sunset and you're just sitting quietly in silence and the sun is setting, that's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not having your phone in your hand. You're not all of, you know, smartphone or all of that. You're just breathing and you're watching the sunset. Uh-huh. That's doing nothing. Yoga Nidra meditation, doing nothing because you literally are surrendering, laying down to absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. You're in a complete stress-free zone. And that is more what we need to light up our parasympathetic branch of our nervous system. Mm -hmm. A lot of self-care will help the parasympathetic, but a lot of it is actually more busy stuff. Right. You know, let's go take a bike ride. Yeah. Let's say, you know, again, I love bike riding. I'm a hiker. Uh (laughs) So it's not about not doing ever, but we need to give ourselves those moments of complete Mm non-doing. And it's hard when we really haven't been trained in that. So that's why Yoga Nidra is almost like your little trainer. To It teaches you, it reteaches you really how to rest because our bodies know how to rest, actually. We want to rest. That's why, you know, if we're up late for something, we, our eyes start to close because naturally mm-hmm. the circadian rhythms, you know, it urges us to go to sleep. Right. But if we, if we push past that, and especially people who are shift workers, they often have a lot of health issues, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, when you push past your your point of, you know, you need to be asleep. Right. It's very it's 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 hard to uh, to to feel balance in the body. That makes sense. It it, it does because it sort of goes against nature in a sense. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know, I'm very curious about how you found your way to this and um, how you ended up. Not not only using yoga nidra for your own life, but why you decided to move forward in teaching and um, helping clients with this. But before we get to that, we're going to go to these few messages, and we'll return here in just a few moments with Karen Brody. Chances are you've been on your conscious journey for many years, and you've learned a lot about manifesting a wonderful life. But if you are like many others on their spiritual paths, you may still have some area of your life where you're feeling stuck. Perhaps you've read many books, attended lots of workshops, listened to many programs, and done plenty of inner work, and yet there is still something you'd like to change. With all the information out there, it may be hard to see the forest for the trees. Do you want to get a bird's eye view of that forest so you are empowered to navigate more effectively? Do you want to know the key to positive change and develop a personalized strategy for creating the changes you desire? Please join me, Christine Upchurch, for a four-week webinar series beginning January 9th. Start your new year right and embrace the vibration of change. For more information, visit christineupchurch.com. 
That's christineupchurch.com or call 425-999-9836. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. What does the word healing mean? Many think that healing merely means eliminating symptoms. However, based on my many years as a healer, I have a much broader perspective on the word. Healing can manifest in a variety of ways, including having physical problems resolved, becoming more emotionally centered, experiencing better relationships, gaining greater clarity, and feeling more spiritually connected. True healing always includes some level of transformation. Whatever form healing takes, there is one commonality, an improvement in quality of life. To me, the highest form of healing goes beyond aligning with wellness. It comes from recognizing our soul's voice and allowing it to speak through us. And in that sense, don't we all yearn to heal into our wholeness? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Isn't it time to put your health first, to give yourself the gift of whole body wellness? What if embracing unconditional love and self-care was the first step to wellness? Could you honor that for yourself? My name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and the author of Rewired Life, A Journey to Untangle Chronic Pain and Endometriosis. In my book, I share how I healed from 17 years of chronic pain and disease. Get your signed copy at audreymichelle.com slash book, spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash book. Welcome back to the Christine Uptrich Show here in KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, Karen, um, I'm always fascinated about how somebody who is teaching something or sharing things through books, how they got from wherever they were in their life to becoming an expert in that subject. How did you find your way to Yoga Nidra? Well, my path started when my children were very young. They were two and four. Uh-huh. They're now teenagers. Uh-huh. So I was a real depleted, sleep-deprived mom. Uh, I had gone on an anti-anxiety pill about three years earlier. Uh, and, in fact, I had a family legacy of having panic attacks. Oh, and yeah. so when my kids were really young, I said, okay, that's it. Even though I was a supernatural mama, it was real painful decision to go on these anti-anxiety drugs, but the exhaustion didn't end, and the anxiety really, while the panic attacks got better on the drugs, Mm -hmm. uh, I knew eventually I'd need to face some truths Mm -hmm. uh, about why I actually was on them, and it just happened one day that I'd been eyeing a yoga studio near my son's preschool, and they were both finally in morning preschool, and Uh I was getting back to more full-time work, and Uh I walked into the yoga studio thinking I was going to take a bendy, stretchy kind of yoga class, and I saw 25 women laying down, looking like they were taking the best nap of their life. (laughs) (laughs) They had eye pillows and blankets and bolsters under their knees, and Uh they just looked so blissed out, and I thought, I want what they got. Uh 
and I didn't know what it was, and I asked them, what is that? It was a guided meditation, but it just seemed so yummy. I, I had right. meditated for years, actually, so meditation wasn't unfamiliar to me, but I had never done anything like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had laid down and just surrendered like that. So they said it was called Yoga Nidra, and I signed up every Friday. I went to a Yoga Nidra class uh-huh. and just very quickly, I couldn't believe within a month, I just felt so much more energy in my body. I felt, you know, before that, I had been going through stop signs. I was literally like a drunk driver. I was so exhausted when the kids were young. And I, I was suddenly found, I was much more alert. And I was writing a book at the time, and I thought it was going to be a book because I'd interviewed 118 women about their birth experiences. But then slowly through the practice of Yoga Nidra, I realized it's not a book, it's a play. Mm-hmm. And it gave me so much mental clarity and focus uh, and drive to rise up to my mission uh, with what I wanted to do with these interviews, which, I again, I thought was a book, but the book was not working, and it just, it, it, the proposal wasn't, it just wasn't happening. And anyway, it turned out to be a play, and that was the play that you mentioned right. at the beginning of the program that um, has gone on to, well, it's raised over a million dollars to improve maternity care, and it's been wow. produced in 75 cities around the world, translated into four languages, again, through Yoga Nidra. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I thought there's something to this nap, yes. you know, and I used to call it my superpower nap. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just honestly, I felt within a year, I, I didn't go because I wanted to get off the anti-anxiety drugs. I mean, I didn't think that's what Yoga Nidra was going to help me do. Right. But within one year, and it really pointed me in a direction of getting the help I needed to get off the anti-anxiety drugs. Uh-huh. Um, and I did. And I never had a panic attack again. And I wow. couldn't understand, like, why? This is, again, a family legacy. My father had had anxiety and panic attacks, uh-huh. going to the hospital, to the emergency room, thinking they were dying. Oh, and suddenly they were gone. I just felt so calm and so peaceful, and I realized this was the effect of the Yoga Nidra meditation. And I would start to speak to other women in the class who were doing it, and they said the same thing, that this is magic. Why doesn't everyone know about this? Mm-hmm. And then they just said, well, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spread this magic. When you, when, you, when you find something really powerful, you tell others. Yes. And that's what I'm doing. That's what this book was meant to do, to tell others. I already started doing that in my immersion programs with women in Yoga Nidra. Uh-huh. I did a 40-day nap quest for moms. That was my first offering. Right, right. <laughs> and I called it nap quest for moms because Yoga Nidra feels like a nap and a vision quest uh-huh. at the same time. And I just saw how powerful it was for all these women, and then I decided to write a book about it. Huh. Okay, so you've you've talked a little bit about it. It sounds like meditation, lying down with, with, you know, cozy blankets. What exactly is Yoga Nidra? So it is a guided meditation, but it's sleep-based. So unlike traditional meditation, you know, in traditional meditation, you are in your waking state, uh, you're in your beta brain. So you may be following your breath or a mantra. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be guided, but you're not guided in, to sleep. In Yoga Nidra, you're invited to go from the waking state to the dream state to the deep sleep state and then to a state that's even deeper, 
a fourth state of consciousness that they call Turiya. And in that fourth state of consciousness, you've literally powered down to zero. Your thoughts going through you are zero. Mm-hmm. And so your organs are able to reboot, regenerate. You know, you're able to uh, re- almost like, you know, you, you press the restart button on your computer. Right, right. <laughs> you're able to literally power down and restart. And it's, it's, it's so deeply powerful. Again, I meditated for many years, and Yoga Nidra doesn't pick a fight with meditation, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. It is meditation, mm-hmm. but it's more because, because it, it takes you to sleep. You're invited at the beginning of the meditation to stay alert and awake, and many people will fall asleep in Yoga Nidra. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but typically you're, you have this, like, very um, soft level of consciousness where you can hear the voice guiding you, right. and it guides you to different parts of the body, uh, like a body sensing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you feel your left foot, your right foot, your left thumb, your right thumb, you know, sure. and it goes to different sides of the body, and you basically start to go into the yogic sleep as you do breath work and other ways of getting you there. Uh But it is something that is also called sleep of the yogi because yogis have been doing yoga nidra for years. That's when they go up to the mountaintop and they Mm -hmm. go into yoga nidra. (laughs) But we don't need to go to a mountaintop because, um, well, we can't, you know, in most modern day lives. And and because, uh, you know, this is something that they're there are, there are lots of meditations now out there that can get us to that place, and it's just a total reboot of your system. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about the physiological effects. You talked a little bit about it. And I'm also curious about um, how it might differ from uh, traditional meditation. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, the physiological effects, you know, you are, your nervous system immediately will feel more relaxed, uh-huh. you know, it, it, because we're in sympathetic dominant mode all the time. We're in the go, go, do, do. Okay. And so can, can you, you talk know. about the, the different parts of the nervous system? Because I think some people are confused about when, when you refer sure. to that. Right. So the nervous system has two branches. It has the parasympathetic and it has the sympathetic branch of the nervous system. So in a sympathetic branch of the nervous system, that is you know, we, it's fantastic. It's why we get things done. <laughs> it's when uh-huh. we go and we do, and when you're very active, um, when you're at work, you, when you're you know, use, using your brain for different things. But the parasympathetic is the rest and digest side of the nervous system. Uh-huh. So we need the balance. So we need, have these two branches, though the, the more the doer and then the rest and digest sides. Uh-huh. And many people, if they're not resting, they're not ever uh, touching that branch, that parasympathetic branch of the nervous system. And so just you're on the go, 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 do, do, do. And so your nervous system, it gets shot. That's why we start having um, anxiety mm-hmm. because we're just, we keep going. And so, so that is something that we, you end up um, at, in an imbalance and people right. will burn out eventually. And, and- in some way, and in their so life. why is is it important um, to like? Is it important for our organs? Is it important for um, the like our immune system to? Um, yeah, absolutely right. So you're so um, if you keep going and doing, you don't 
regenerate your organs. And so you can end up with everything from cancer to, um, you know, autoimmune diseases, Mm -hmm. sleep problems. I mean, imagine sleep problems are really, you know, the the nervous system isn't able to turn off. We're not able to go into uh, a balance because actually um, the dominant side is is like you're going and doing. It's not a bad thing. Uh-huh. Life is, um, and there is stress in life that we, we go and we do, or, or even if we have a grief in the family or something. Sure. But then you must have the rest and digest, or else you can't sleep at night. Uh-huh. You, you know, the insomnia, it's often, you know, our nervous system is on high alert, and it, it's not powering down. It's forgotten how to do it. Uh-huh. That makes sense. And, and, it's, and it's unfortunately with insomnia, and I've worked with a lot of women who have insomnia, although I'm not a sleep expert necessarily, but, you know, many women come to me who have sleep issues. And many of them, you know, it's, it's just, it's a, once you can't sleep, then you're nervous that you can't sleep. Sure, <laughs> you know, you, sure. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it, it's, it keeps, it's very hard to get out of the loop. Mm-hmm. So you really need a tool to ground you back down into the parasympathetic side, the rest and digest side, so that you can relax enough to go to sleep, so that you can trust sleep. Mm -hmm. Because sleep is about a relationship with trust, surrendering. Yes, I never thought of it that way. Can I go, can I close my eyes? Will I be okay in the dark? Uh Right. Right? Yeah. There's a trust there. So so really, it's... it's, um, it's retraining the body to to go to this place of mystery, trust, the space between where mm-hmm. we can close our eyes and not be afraid of the dark. Right. And Yoga Nidra safely does that through a guided meditative process mm-hmm. so that you can go back there and you can have um, great sleep. So sleep is huge. And, and depression. Depression, many people would say, um, you know, Buddhists say, you know, it's an over activation of um, Brock, which is the B-R-A-C, which is um, when your circadian rhythm is out of sync. Um, And and, and really, um, in in Buddhism, they talk about it's not, it's people who don't get enough rest. Interesting. and, and, And there's a lot of studies about sleep you know, and again, there's 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 discussions about what came first, depression or poor sleep. Right. But uh, a lot of people would say that the poor sleep, um, you know, started and then people became depressed mm-hmm. because they weren't going into deep sleep, and that's where you that's where you rest and digest. Right. And, and so, if you're not getting deep sleep, and Yoga Nidra takes you even further to that fourth state of consciousness, mm-hmm. but if you're not getting, but but good sleep is rejuvenative you know i mean you know great sleep people you know they say that it does affect you in terms of depression if you're not going to deep sleep enough yeah that makes sense and i certainly know that when i'm feeling off balance and and you know in a a crabby mood sometimes a nap will shift me completely and uh i i'm really excited about what's a new tool for me yoga nidra and we're going to hear more about this and learn more about the power of breath as well when we return with Karen Brody here in just a few moments. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. As a former research statistician, my scientific background is what many would call sensible. For more than a decade now, I have been working in the field of energy medicine, 
facilitating sessions and teaching around the world. People from the mainstream often ask me, how did a sensible woman like you end up working in such an alternative field? Implicit in their question is the underlying assumption that the field of subtle energy, such as energy healing and intuition, isn't sensible. But I believe it is very sensible. Even scientists are able to measure aspects of this. Approaching life from an energetic perspective brings us new opportunity for healing and transformation. And from a practical standpoint, even if you can't rationally explain how something works, if you experience a shift from it, then doesn't it make it pretty sensible? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Chances are you've been on your conscious journey for many years, and you've learned a lot about manifesting a wonderful life. But if you are like many others on their spiritual paths, you may still have some area of your life where you're feeling stuck. Perhaps you've read many books, attended lots of workshops, listened to many programs, and done plenty of inner work, and yet there is still something you'd like to change. With all the information out there, it may be hard to see the forest for the trees. Do you want to get a bird's eye view of that forest so you are empowered to navigate more effectively? Do you want to know the key to positive change and develop a personalized strategy for creating the changes you desire? Please join me, Christine Upchurch, for a four-week webinar series beginning January 9th. Start your new year right and embrace the vibration of change. For more information, visit christineupchurch.com. That's christineupchurch.com or call 425-999-9836. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, Clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Welcome back to the Christine Eptrich Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. Benny, you've got a great sense of humor. So the deal with this song is I heard this when I was a kid, uh-huh. and I remember uh, Big Wheels, they were big for um, children our age. You know, they're around five to seven. They're plastic toys. We used to ride around in the in the garage. Uh-huh. We used to wet the floors down and uh, spin them around in circles, and we used to listen to that tape by Crystal Gale over and over and over and over again. So uh-huh. it was super fun, and uh, I, always, I love that song. It's so amazing. <laughs> okay, so we are talking with um, Karen Brody, author of Daring to Rest. And I, I would love to read you what Christiane Northup has to say about it. Of course, everybody who's listening probably knows who Christiane Northup is. She's a New York Times bestselling author. Um, she is a fabulous teacher, very inspirational woman. She says, daring to rest is simply brilliant. I thought I knew a thing or two about health, rest, and yoga. But in this wonderful book, Karen Brody breathes new life into the need for rest. And it's not just get more sleep. After reading Daring to Rest, I cannot wait to lie down, listen to a yoga nidra meditation, 
and start listening to my soul. Women everywhere need to take rest seriously if they are to enjoy vibrant health. This book is the most practical place to start. Wow, Karen, that's, that's, that's quite the endorsement. Well, I appreciate her words, and I think a lot of what she says, you know, obviously that's why I wrote the book, to make mm-hmm. it a practical place to start mm-hmm. to get rest, mm-hmm. and really because rest is transformational, especially for women and their health. Mm-hmm. So do you have some inspiring stories to share about how somebody's life was changed beyond your own? Because clearly, you know, you've got your own inspirational story. Um, how a life was changed through Yoga Nidra. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. Just this week, actually, uh, I heard news of um, uh, a woman who had been practicing Yoga Nidra in the new year with me. Every mm-hmm. year I do a program in the beginning of the, the new year to have women practice Yoga Nidra together, a program. And she... Um, she had a real breakthrough in that program about her mission in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, She actually wasn't terribly um, exhausted necessarily, but she was really exhausted um, in terms of her life purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, And I talk about this in the book. There's three layers of exhaustion, and life purpose is definitely one of them. And it can can really... um, it can really make us feel lack of clarity and all these other things that sort of bring our vibration down. Mm-hmm. And she felt that um, her mission was very unclear. She was running, she's a filmmaker, and she was running a, a small filmmaking company, but really just not doing necessarily what she loved. Right. Uh, although filmmaking itself she loved, but really not the direction she was going. And anyway, she um, she wrote me six months later after the program to tell me that just that one week of rest with Yoga Nidra um, had given her such deep clarity on her mission that she put together an organization um, or a company called Putting, I think it's called Putting Women First, mm-hmm. um, Putting Women, it's a little bit longer of a title, um, I really should uh, know the title, but the but but it it is basically a, a using her talents as a filmmaker and gathering the talents of other filmmakers to to um, uh, to make videos for women candidates in the elections, women who want to run for for um, to be elected, mm-hmm. to try to help women get out and be leaders. Wow! Um, in a, yeah, and so this week uh, they they. They they and they prov- they make free videos for women who want to be candidates, um, and um, they made a whole bunch of videos, and a huge percentage of those women got elected. Uh, and it and was a, a very historic election in terms of the number of women was. who displaced men, and and even like the New York State Legislature is now fifty fifty, which is unheard yes. of, and women it's, who were who had never even considered to be candidates before. Um, they actually became candidates and won. Yeah, yeah. And so she said to me, Karen, who would have thought that all of this came out of a nap? (laughs) (laughs) And she really, she said it was that week where she had the ding. Uh And it's, again, when we get quiet, that's when we can hear our soul and what our soul is telling us. I talk a lot in the book, and part of the Daring to Rest method is about listening for soul whispers. Sure. In Yoga Nidra, when you're in deep meditation, these come almost 
effortlessly to most people. Uh, And they are an image, a word, a phrase, something that helps guide you back home to your best self. Mm -hmm. And for her, it was very clear. Again, she was a filmmaker. I mean, on paper, I guess people would say successful. Sure. You know, but she wasn't feeling it. She was feeling flat. Mm -hmm. She was feeling dull. She wasn't feeling juicy. Right. She, he wasn't feeling the full, well-rested woman, uh-huh. you know, and, and, and the yoga nidra helped remind her, helped point her back to the place she knew so well, which is, you know, she loves, she loves um, women leaders. She wants to help women candidates come rise up. Uh-huh. There weren't enough. She was pissed off at the election. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. As so I mean, many women on, were. <laughs> as so many women were. Yeah. And she wanted to do something, uh-huh. but she didn't know what. And it came to her through Yoga Nidra. So I'm really um, excited about that. And I think, you know, honestly, there's there's a lot more stories. And there's there's stories of you know, there's 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 a a woman who healed her her relationship with her mother uh-huh. um, through yoga nidra. She was really exhausted and and just truly um, at odds with her mother all the time. And uh-huh. through the practice of yoga nidra, she was able to approach her relationship with her mother in a much more peaceful place, be in a more peaceful place for uh-huh. herself. Yoga nidra helps you put you first. You know, this is really hard for women. That is hard for women. Yeah, it's like put on your oxygen mask first, then secure the child. Sure, right, right. (laughs) And we always want to secure our child first, or we want to secure our parents if they're aging and we're caretakers, uh, or whatever it is. Um, And so it helps you put you first. Mm -hmm. And so so this is what I see the most of women, and I see a lot of things, especially uh, for women who are recovering from maybe a difficult childbirth, they will mm-hmm. use yoga nidra meditation, and it helps them release a lot of trauma from from birth and other right. other things. And, and, and that in particular is something that we don't spend a lot of energy talking about, and and it's kind of like you have this beautiful little baby and you're supposed to just move forward, but there is a lot of trauma sometimes with birth. Oh, for many women, there's tremendous trauma. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that is, uh, it's, a, it's, a deep, it's a deep cultural wound that we hold, mm-hmm. actually, and a silent uh, wound that w- many women hold. And Yoga Nidra gives them the space to really actually be able to have a relationship with their body again. Uh-huh. That they 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 often feel their bodies have let them down, even uh-huh. if you know the, you know it, it could be a, a series of uh, different uh, reasons why their birth didn't go the way it went. Uh-huh. Many women blame themselves, sure, and in and they they have a negative um, relationship with their bodies. So yoga nidra invites you to fall back in love with your body again. Uh-huh. And you know, it's back it's, with your womanhood, and and that's really exciting. And it's it's interesting because it's not just sort of self inflicted. Oh, I failed. Sometimes it's external as well. And I remember years ago when, with my first child, I took um, a certain type of childbirth classes, and I won't say what type. And I ended up, and apparently my baby was posterior, and I ended up with a C section. Um, and I've got like a, a pelvis injury. So it's kind of like it, it was questionable to begin with whether, you know, how well it would go. Well, apparently when my instructor was talking to somebody else, she said that I hadn't done very well. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what an incredibly judgmental thing to say about somebody who has who went without drugs for a long time and worked really hard to, to birth a child. 
And yeah. so that, that judgment is external, too. Oh, yeah, and, and um, that, that it's, it's very hard. Um, many people say, uh, oh, but you had a healthy baby. Uh-huh. But women often don't feel they themselves came out of it healthy mm-hmm. and they're 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 really suffering deeply from 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 that experience and yoga nidra can help them come back to themselves and and get the rest they need when they're a new mom please mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean you new moms, you can't you can't not um you, you can't say you know sleep in this morning you uh-huh. know the baby doesn't let you many babies are up all night right. um but yoga nidra can give you that extra juice that you need for for me i understood uh, actually, one of the reasons I lied down, because I didn't just look at those women and say, oh, isn't this wonderful? I read a little bit about Yoga Nidra and found out that three hours, uh, 45 minutes feels like three hours of sleep in your body. Interesting. And for a new mom, I needed my sleep to work for me. Sure. <laughs> I didn't want to work for my sleep. Sure. That makes perfect sense. And that's that's really exciting that there are avenues to help uh, new mothers to heal in that way and, and get that rest. We have to go to another quick break, but when we return, I'm going to have you talk about the, the three levels of exhaustion and also talk about the importance of breath. More with Karen Brody here in just a few moments. Stay tuned. Chances are you've been on your conscious journey for many years, and you've learned a lot about manifesting a wonderful life. But if you are like many others on their spiritual paths, you may still have some area of your life where you're feeling stuck. Perhaps you've read many books, attended lots of workshops, listened to many programs, and done plenty of inner work, and yet there is still something you'd like to change. With all the information out there, it may be hard to see the forest for the trees. Do you want to get a bird's eye view of that forest so you are empowered to navigate more effectively? Do you want to know the key to positive change and develop a personalized strategy for creating the changes you desire? Please join me, Christine Upchurch, for a four-week webinar series beginning January 9th, Start your new year right and embrace the vibration of change. For more information, visit christineupchurch.com. That's christineupchurch.com or call 425-999-9836. Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasic each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. 
There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back to the Christine Uptrip Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, if you want to be able to share this show with others, uh, go to ChristineUptrich.com. By tomorrow or sometime around thereabouts, we will have the replay there. And I think this is a very important topic, so please do share. Okay, so before we go any further, Karen, I want to make sure that our listeners know how they can connect with you, how they can learn more. And it sounds to me like you've got an exciting bonus to offer. I do, I do. So you can go to daringtorest.com, the name of the book, daringtorest.com, and all the information about me, Yoga Nidra, the book, it's all there. If you go click on daringtorest.com backslash new book, and you'll see the link there for the book, um, you'll be able to find links to purchase the book. Anyone who purchases the book before the new year can put their receipt number into a link that you'll find on my website, and you will be invited to an online gathering of women from all over the world who will be doing this 40-day program for women, which is the way the book is written. It's a 40-day program for women to dare to rest. We'll be doing it together. I will be supporting women through it through the 40 days uh, starting in the new year. So it's a great way to start the new year, Dare to Rest. That's wonderful. <laughs> and I've been reading about your 40-day program, and I'm absolutely going to do it. And, and, and everybody should know that it's actually laid out in the book as well. And mm-hmm. you can get access to Karen's uh, Yoga Nidra Meditations, um, her guided meditations as well. So it's... Right. It is a book and three meditations, really, because you'll get the book and then there is a link uh, on page 27 of uh-huh. the book right. uh, to go to a URL to download three free Yoga Nidra meditations to do Yeah, during the 40 days. So yeah, you'll get three meditations as well. Okay, Karen. So you've talked about how there are different layers or levels of exhaustion. What do you mean by that? So in the book, and the 40-day journey is a journey through three phases, and I really see them as three levels of exhaustion that we carry. We carry the physical exhaustion. Mm -hmm. You know, our bodies are so tired. We are, you know, busy doing. We need the rest. So that is the first layer, and that's usually often the only layer we really talk about or we see. Mm -hmm. And the next layer is um, I call it phase two, and that's the release, which is a in the release phase, it's the emotional exhaustion. And we sometimes talk about emotional exhaustion or we laugh about it. We say, yeah, yeah, I really should get rid of that annoying uh, husband or friend or whatever, uh-huh, right. you know. But that's exhausting yes, it uh, is. to be in exhausting relationships or exhausting uh, situations at work or whatever it is or, you know, uh, and, and, and that is that second layer of exhaustion. Right. And, I, and I think that, that these levels of exhaustion actually show up um, energetically in a person's vibrational field too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, and, and, and the third layer is the third phase, which I call RISE. Uh-huh. Um, it's really life purpose exhaustion when we're not fulfilling what we're meant to be doing here on earth. So, you know? so if we're not fulfilling what we came here to do on some level, 
why would that create exhaustion? Oh, because again, you know, it's almost like the example I gave in the last segment about this woman who started this um, great uh, filmmaking um, experience for uh, women candidates, you Uh know, to help get them elected. Um, She was feeling really flat. Uh You often will just feel, you know, Maybe it's depression, mm-hmm. maybe it's whatever it is that you're you're just you know you're going through the motions of life yes. but but it's it's not really uh, jazzing you up uh-huh. you know and it doesn't have to necessarily be life purpose doesn't have to be in your job you know it, it could absolutely be somebody who let's say who loves animals mm-hmm. and just you know uh, maybe their job is is one thing they, you know we need to make money. I was raised by a single mother, she uh-huh. needed to have a paycheck. Sure. <laughs> You know, and that wasn't my mother's passion. Her paycheck wasn't her passion. Um, but we have interests outside of our paycheck that where we can really, you know, we can go hiking. We can, uh, you know, if you're interested in animals, you can be involved in a shelter. Right. Uh, again, your purpose, mission, there's ways of expressing that, that if you're not doing that, um, that is a, 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 another area where we often feel just run down, tired, or flat. Mm-hmm. And the point is that we're supposed to feel energized in all those three layers. Yeah, and when I say energized, I mean, we're we're real people, right? So we'll mm-hmm. have days where, you know, you're not as peppy as other days. Sure. Um, and there's periods of life, especially for women, because women do have a lot of transition periods, like pregnancy, uh-huh. like uh, every month, the menstruation before you go through menopause, sure. you know, and then menopause itself for women right. is another transition period. Right. And these transition periods actually are periods where, where you know, uh, they're wonderful times to do 40-day rest t- periods because they help you release a lot and clear exhaustion and feel more well-rested, especially, you know, if you think about a lot of them interfere with sleep, the pregnancy postpartum, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, menopause, all of it. There, a lot of women have sleep issues. Well, we can add rest in, and a lot of times it clears things up. I see it all the time. So how much time does a person need to commit to this tor- sort of rest in order to um, help them improve their lives? That's a good question. I mean, it's it really depends on the individual. Uh, you know, I've seen people feel better in a few days in terms of just taking that edge off of mm-hmm. exhaustion. But then there is, you know, um, uh, I think committing to a 40-day practice is a nice way to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the book, really, it's the first 15 days or 15 minutes. You, to get into yoga minutes, nidra, that's not much. Yeah, and to get into yoga nidra, you need 15 minutes. It's not five minutes, but uh-huh. it's 15 minutes to yeah. get into that yoga sleep place and then um and then when you have more time if you have more time you up it to 30 minutes uh in the in the 40-day experience Mm -hmm. the second 15 days so the first 15 days are 15 minutes the second 15 days are 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and then the last 15 uh, 10 days are um 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And and really, that's about the max that you're going to do yoga nidra, 40, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. But everybody's different. I used to do 15 minutes, sometimes a 20-minute yoga nidra when my son would go for his soccer practice. I'd park my minivan, uh-huh. I'd lean the seat back, I'd put in earbuds, and I'd create my own little rest cave in my minivan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and 15, 20 minutes uh, makes a huge difference, especially late in the day, honestly, for me, with when you had when you have young kids, you still have a whole evening to get through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're oh, tired yeah. after work. 
and yes, everything. Yes, and helping yeah. with homework and fixing meals exactly. and getting the yeah. laundry done. And yeah, it can be right. exhausting. This is really exciting, Karen. Um, again, everybody, her website is daringtorest.com. And for those of you who, um, for whom English is a second language, I'm going to spell it for you. D-A-R-I-N-G-T-O-R-E-S-T.com. You know, I'm really excited about doing your 40-day program, both from the book and you, and using the link um, to your Yoga Nidra um, meditations. And I'm hoping to join you on um, this January as well. Fantastic. Great. I hope, you know, again, there's already there's several hundred women who have joined. Um, just, you know, after buying the book, they've signed up, and, and we're going to all be sleeping together. <laughs> I love it. Sense of humor about it, too. This is great. Thank you, Karen, so much for joining us here today. Thank Uh, you so much, Christine. It's been a pleasure. And if you want to share this broadcast, go to christineupchurch.com. If you are interested in learning some simple but profound keys which can shift your perspective on change, whether you're trying to change your career, you're trying to create better relationships, you're trying to create more abundance, then please check out the information on my website about the Vibration of Change workshop coming up in January online. So wherever you are in the world, you can join me. Thank you for joining us here today, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey. Each week, this show engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about the transformative healing work of Christine, visit www.StellarReflections.com. And for weekly topics, visit www.TransformationTalkRadio.com. 